I feel like I need to commit to like, I don't know, like I've been listening to a whole bunch of other podcasts and they all have this great like introductory theme song or theme tune. And I don't know, like I feel like I should get one, but I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see how that turns out. But yeah, let's get this started. Hello, everyone. Happy holidays. Welcome to my podcast, Layers in Media, A Perspective. I am your host, Aisha Sala, and today we are going to be discussing the film, The Big Sick. First of all, I want to give a shout out to Manal for reminding me of this film. I really liked the format my last episode took on when discussing Captain Marvel, but I was really struggling with figuring out the next film I wanted to discuss. So it was great for me to enter into a casual conversation with Manel and gain inspiration on what film to dissect next. It's funny. She mentioned that most people write off rom-coms to be superficial films that shouldn't really be looked into as a means to provide any profound insight for discussions. And she was surprised that I have a different take. To be honest, because I am super passionate about films, I genuinely believe that profound, intelligent, well-rounded conversations can be sparked by films in any genre. It's simply a matter of bringing a variety of perspectives to the table to share how they viewed a story. It's the reason I believe in this platform and committed to the particular title of my podcast, Layers in Media, A Perspective. I wasn't trying to be dramatic or anything. It's just legitimately, it legitimately felt like the appropriate title because that's all I'm doing on this podcast. I am watching a film and centering a discussion on the film around what affected me personally as a Muslim woman of color. Let's take the film I am discussing today, for example, The Big Sick, written by Emily V. Jordan and Kamil Nanjiani, and based off of their real-life experience, Falling in Love. The average American viewer saw this film and liked it. It was cute, it was quirky, it sprinkled a nice dash of diversity into the rom-com genre, and it showed two cultures coming together teaching us that love can overcome all differences. Huzzah! Now, let's rewind and watch the same film from the perspective of a brown Muslim woman. I watched the film The Big Sick the summer it came out in 2017, and I remember wanting to watch it because I wanted to support a project that was centering a brown Muslim man in its narrative. I was even more interested because it was advertised to be based off of a true story, and we were going to get some performances by Holly Hunter and Ray Romano, two actors that I actually really enjoy watching. Plus, it was a rom-com, and I love romantic comedies. So I think it's fair to say that I went into watching this film with just a little more hope than I should have. And with that, I exited the film overwhelmingly betrayed and confused and frustrated and freaking angry. Uh, I remember going onto the internet later on to search for other people who were talking about this film just to see if I was alone in my feelings. And what was interesting was that every time I came across a comment or a discussion thread that very mildly and kindly posed a question about the film's problematic 
approach to portraying brown Muslim women, I found that those discussions were bombarded with comments demeaning and belittling the feelings of brown women. Comments that generally went along the lines of, the film is about love and you're the person who is bringing the hate here by questioning it, so shut up. That was the gist of it anyway. A simple matter of focusing on the details that were pushed aside in the film as meaningless and superficial when we should have allowed the film to shove their definition of love down our throats and swallowed happily like the rest of the happy white folk who enjoyed the journey. Here's the thing. Those superficial, one-dimensional details that we were expected to push aside as unimportant were brown Muslim women, all of whom were ridiculed and stereotyped and photographed and put into a box in the corner of a room to be ignored and forgotten so that our main romantic lead, Camille Nanjiani, could enjoy a lovely interracial romance with a funny white woman and her Islamophobic parents. Are you seeing what I'm getting at here? Do you understand now how a simple perspective change can shift a story from being lovely and romantic to being a demeaning and traumatic experience? For the longest time, all I could think about were those actresses who were casted to play the various Pakistani women who were presented to Kamal as potential wives. Imagine being a Pakistani American actress casted to appear in a film written by a Pakistani Muslim man. And when you arrive on set, you are directed to play a caricature with the simple purpose of ridiculing the women of your culture, presenting them as loud and obnoxious and overly enthusiastic and above all, unworthy of this Pakistani man's love when compared to the charming comedic quirk of the white woman who showed interest in him. I just want to share with you something that Manal wrote in part of our conversation discussing the big sick because truly she worded it beautifully and her perspective is so much more powerful because she specifically identifies as a Pakistani Muslim woman, which means the insult of this film hits home so much harder than any other perspective watching this rom-com. She writes about the big six approach to arranged marriages saying, quote, I know that was such a minor part of The Big Sick, but I always felt so diminished by how that movie seemed to mock all those eager potential matches just because it hit so close to home. Some don't understand that girls are, more often than not, groomed to believe that only a good marriage is the key to a happy life, and they have to throw themselves into the process with earnest. I felt that earnestness, which was a product of their un fair culture was cruelly mocked. And that made it feel like rather than coming for the culture that manipulates girls into these performances, a Pakistani male and his white wife were choosing to make a punchline out of victims. End quote. Honestly, I wanted to cry reading that message from her because she starts off acknowledging that the Pakistani Muslim women played such a minor role in the grand scheme of the story it hints towards the reality that we are so starved of humanized representation, even when a Pakistani Muslim man is given creative control to present a story that includes Pakistani Muslim women. The only reason these women were included in the story was so that these writers could humiliate and abuse their existence as a means to provide their audience with some comedy and redirect their attention to what quote unquote true love looks like, whose only real problem in the world are strict immigrant parents and Islamophobic American parents. 
Yes, it was a minor part of the film, but it was the only part that was afforded to brown Muslim women, and every second of it felt like a betrayal to our humanity. It doesn't matter how small the part was. What matters was how it felt when we watched it, and it felt awful. We saw smatterings of one-dimensional portrayals of Pakistani Muslim women sprinkled throughout the film. We watched as Kumail looked at each one with disapproval and disinterest. We watched as he placed photos of these women in a box and closed the lid as a means to cancel their existence so he could go about the pleasant task of enjoying a romance with a white woman and charming her American parents out of their Islamophobic thinking. And we watched as Kumail took every single photo of these women and burned them, collecting the remaining ashes and presenting a jar of said ashes to his white girlfriend as proof that he only ever loved her and only ever would love her. A small part of the film indeed, but the only part I needed to be reminded of the worth and humanity that our mainstream media affords us. There's also one other element I would like to discuss, and that is the parental element of the film. The Big Sick presents us with two sets of parents. We get Emily's parents, played by Ray Romano and Holly Hunter, who are presented as comedically Islamophobic and protective of Emily while she is surviving her illness. And we get Camille's parents, played by Anupamkar and Zenobia Shroff, who are shown to put a lot of pressure on Camille to get married, so much so that they are shown inviting him to dinner only to ambush him with guests who could potentially make great Pakistani Muslim wives. With the way the story progresses, we see that Emily's parents become more accepting and supportive, and Camille's parents get so upset with the fact that he is choosing Emily over an arranged marriage that they disown him flat out. Let that sink in for a second because it's very important to absorb the information this movie is disseminating about immigrant parents versus ignorant American parents. The movie gives Emily's parents the space to grow as dynamic, well-rounded, complex, emotional characters that have regrets and fears and are not so stuck in their ways that they are eventually able to evolve and accept Kumail a Pakistani Muslim man into their family. For the American family, love wins out and the parents are okay with their daughter being with a loving, caring man. Kamel's parents are afforded no such screen time nor humanity. They are strict and rigid. Their humanity is not explored. The reasons why they practice their their culture so faithfully is not explained. The most that they are allowed in this film is in the end when Kamel is about to move out of the state, his parents arrive to say goodbye. More specifically, his mother stays in the car, still refusing to look at her son, and Kumail's father hands him a dish of food and asks that he stays in touch. But technically, he's still disowned by the family because Pakistani immigrant parents are unable to love their children enough to accept their choices, even if they are made outside the realm of their culture. Listen, I get that there are difficult parents out there. I understand that differences in culture sometimes seem to stunt the ability for parent and child to understand each other. And I know the frustration that comes from not always knowing how to bridge the divide between the generation before us and the generation we identify with. But I no longer accept the dehumanization of immigrant parents, regardless of how difficult they may seem. We are not talking about some white people who are writing some inauthentic brown characters into their script just to have a good antagonist for their hero to conquer or overcome. 
we are talking about a Pakistani Muslim man who, when given the opportunity to write his story, refuses to afford his parents the humanity that they deserve. How do I know that they deserve to be portrayed in a more generous light? Because during the credits of the film, there are pictures of Kumail with his real life wife standing alongside and smiling with his real life parents at a Pakistani wedding. As in Emily, the white woman was legit wearing Pakistani clothes and smiling next to his mother. Do you know what that means? That means that in reality, Kumail's immigrant parents actually were able to reconcile with him marrying Emily, and they accepted her enough to attend and host their wedding. Kumail's parents were able to look beyond the expectations of their culture and accept Kumail for the choices he was making. But for the sake of story in an American rom-com, he insisted on making his mother and father's love for him seem lesser than in order to provide Emily's parents with the scream time to grow and learn as characters. But the movie is just a simple rom-com about how love wins out, right? Nothing more? Anyway, that's my mini podcast episode discussing the big sick. Thank you for tuning in. Jazakh Laher to Manel for inspiring me to return to this film to discuss how problematic it is. It's definitely an extremely upsetting film, but it's worth discussing the problems to recognize when they are there and hopefully to grow from them in the future. Oh, one last thing. Just wanted to remind y'all that I am on Instagram. The Instagram page is layers underscore in underscore media. The reason why I was inspired to do this podcast episode on the big sick in the first place was because someone started a conversation with me in my DMs discussing the problems with this film. So definitely give the page a follow and reach out to me. If there's any film or TV show that you'd like to hear discussed, let me know. I would love to hear what you're interested in listening to in the stories or problematic characters that you want to hear discussed, or maybe just like send me recommendations of positive Muslim representation on screen. That's super welcome as well. Anyway, you are listening to the podcast Layers in Media, A Perspective, and I am your host, Aisha Sala. Catch you in the new year, folks.